another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Finn. Now, guys, I have an amazing interview with the one and only Matthew Plotner. He is another podcaster who has some great tips that can help us. And let's just take a moment out for our sponsor and we'll get into this. I mean, I know I'm talking with Matthew Plotner. I hope I'm saying that right. You are. Okay. Um, so tell me a little bit about your podcast. Uh, well, it's designed to sort of be an extension of my anger management classes that I've taught for about 10 years. Uh, I just, it just got too overwhelming to teach five days a week. And uh, I worked for another company and it just had too much going on. I was losing time with my family. So, but I wanted to keep doing the anger management thing. So I decided oh. to take it online and kind of do it for free for everybody. Okay, that works. really what came to mind for me um was the whole idea of a lot of people get stuck and we get to this point where we are stagnant for lack of a better word and so it's it's a matter of how would you say is your best way of moving forward and focusing on you know, growth as a person, you know, family, you know, managing everything. Well, kind of to your point, I think a lot of people kind of not so much get stuck as they get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And to that comfortable in nature, we kind of become used to it. And in that way, we get stuck. So I think the the key is to sort of challenge those comfort zones, get out of that area that you, you kind of have worn that groove in. Okay. And it comes back to this idea, and I love, love teaching this in my classes of, of neuroplasticity, right? They've discovered through psychology that the brain is very plastic. It can be changed and molded even up to the day you die. Okay. You know, we used to think that the brain at up till about 21, once you were 20, hit 21, that was it. Right. That was what, what was thought. Right. Right. And, and actually, they found out that's not the case. Okay. The idea is then to rewire the brain. Okay. What I found is the best way to do this is through a sort of a mental exercise of taking your day and, and replaying it, replaying those moments in your life, in your day that didn't go the way you want them to, or where anger became a little bit more aggressive or more violent than where you want it to be. Okay. And moment, but play it the way you would have liked for it to go out, the way you would have liked for it to, to happen. Right. And okay. believe it or not, that actually does teach the brain a new way to respond. Right. It's fascinating. because That's the way I've been doing it for myself, actually through meditation for probably five or six years now. Really? Yes, it is a, a really, really powerful way to, to retrain, for me anyway, for me to retrain my brain for the, the way I want it to respond in a situation. Yeah. So in other words, the whole, in other words, controlling your thought processes, controlling, like you said, how you would want to respond 
as opposed to how it already occurred. I mean, we already know how it occurred. So instead of constantly rehashing that, how could we have made it better or how would we have liked it to go? Exactly. Yep. Okay. Wow. That it's, you, you learn something new every day. I never even thought of, you know, doing that where you could say, okay, I, I know I didn't handle this or it went this way and I wasn't satisfied, but I really, you know, and focusing on that. Wow. So you mentioned meditation. Um, I do some meditation um, every once in a while. I'm not, I'm not, I, I will honestly admit I am not consistent with it, but um, so what do you use as for, far as meditation or what do you do? Because I know there are different forms of meditation. For me, it's just a matter of being able to sit down in a, someplace quiet and <clears throat> it's not turning off the thoughts, but it's, it's listening to the thoughts from a sort of outsider's perspective, right? Instead of okay. becoming, instead of becoming like, I'm trying to think of a good way to put it. And instead of becoming the thoughts, as in like, these are my thoughts, these are me, view them as these are just thoughts and allow them to exist without judgment or, or anything. And then sort of explore where they're coming from. Why are they coming in this way? What's causing me to feel like the guy that cut me off in traffic is a jerk or that my wife is being a pain in the ass because she's working late one night. Right. And, right. and challenge those ideas. Why are they there that why are they that way? What's causing them to to be felt in that way, I guess, for lack of a better term. Okay. And 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 how long do you normally meditate? I mean, you know. Honestly, it depends on my wife and my and my kids. I'd like to get at least 15 minutes. Okay. If can, but I mean it's not always the case. Even five or ten minutes. Even 30 seconds of just quiet breath can, can really fo- refocus and re- kind of retrain your mind a little bit. I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's always a matter of getting to that calm and getting to that balance. Wow. Okay. So, okay. You mentioned that you stopped your anger management classes um, because you wanted to focus more on family um was it something that was like something came up or you just this was a decision where you just were like you know I just want to make sure that they're the main focus it, it really became kind of the I want to to refocus on my family there was a time not long ago where I was working a regular 40-hour job mm-hmm. I was teaching in two different locations anywhere from five to seven days a week mm-hmm. in the evening when you get home till 9 30 10 o'clock mm-hmm. then most all day Saturday and then I did couples counseling occasionally on a Sunday and it just became too much what for me the moment of clarity came when my my oldest daughter I think she was seven at the time came up to me and goes daddy why why don't we ever see you anymore I was like ah okay time for me yeah. to a little bit I I Actually, I'd like to um, talk about that for a moment where, and, and, and I do talk about this a little bit sometimes, um, where we kind of forget 
the whole quality time and the actual spending time portion. In other words, it's, it's, I always tell people life is a journey and you're meant to share it with people. So it's kind of like, you know, we, we, we always have these large lists of things to do. And sometimes it's, it overtakes us. So how would you say is a good way to get back to remembering that, you know, those little moments, those moments, like you said, where your daughter came to you and said, well, how come we don't see you? How can we kind of prevent something like that? I don't know. I think it has to be a, a more personal thing. I think you have to realize that the, the, the little things, the, the little moments mm-hmm. add up to be the big things. And right. I, I think for me personally, when I look back at my childhood, I don't necessarily remember those big grandiose things that my parents did for me. I remember the spending, small moments. Yeah, the, the spending Saturdays with your dad just on the couch watching a hockey game or yeah. little things that we used to do. Those stand out in my memory more than the big grandiose things. Yeah, in other words, it's it's like it's like that thing I always say of, you know, it's the little grains of sand that make up the entire beach. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> so okay. That's you know, it's 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 good to hear that, you know, that you changed in that way because I like you said, I think a lot of people get comfortable and they get comfortable with also being how can I put it comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah like in other words this is it's kind of becomes a thing of this is how it's going to go so I'll just accept it no I I agree completely I think so I mean how okay if you realize and and I only ask because I know you've taught classes on like you said anger management and dealing with your emotions how would someone when they realize that they're becoming a little comfortable in that spot where they're not too happy, how would you say, how would you say they could get out of that? So actually this is a conversation I had with my wife recently and, and I, I, I hesitate to get really spiritual with this. So, so I apologize if I offend anybody. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a free space. I, (laughs) I always tell people I'm Switzerland. I am Switzerland. So <laughs> whatever you say is fine here. Okay, well, well, good. Then in, in that case, uh, I'm personally, I'm, I follow the, the Buddhist path and mm-hmm. I've kind of taken that and, and kind of helped my wife because she's not, she doesn't believe in any of, any of that, that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I to, to kind of help her when her job gets stressful. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about the, the first tenet in Buddhism is life is suffering. That doesn't mean that life is going to be painful, but it means that life is going to be difficult. You're going to suffer. Mm. That helps because I know it sounds crazy and counterintuitive, but that helps because when you accept that pain and that, that suffering and that difficult that you're going to feel or the difficulty you're going to deal with, you can then let go of, of that, the pain associated with it because you know what's going to happen. So it's not like you're surprised and, Oh my goodness, I can't believe this terrible thing is happening to me. It's, Oh, here's this thing that's happening to me. It's okay. It's not terrible because it's not permanent. It's, it's a momentary thing in time. It's a moment of time. That won't last. 
Okay. I don't know if that answered your question or not. It does. It does. It does. In other words, we, we, it's, it's one of those things of where we tend to get stuck. And, and this actually came from, um, because when I reached out to you, I had had a conversation and I realized that there were a few people that kept rehashing and rehashing and rehashing the same thing. And they were unhappy, but they kept it was like reliving it. And, you know, it's one of those things of, it starts to bring everybody else down because you're reliving the same. And it's like, you don't want to tell someone, you know, get over it because that's never, (laughs) that's never what anyone wants to hear. But it's kind of like when, when you're re you're keep, bringing it up and you realize that in other words this needs to come up and come out it needs it needs to get out and and, it, and it's not and and they're just like they're stuck in that moment have and you heard of there's there's a great author that that i've found that has really kind of opened my eyes to that very concept uh, eckhart tolle he wrote a book called the power of now and it's, it's amazing because what he says is that to live in the past is to invite depression. To live in the future is to invite anxiety. But to live in the now is to invite calm. Mm. That to me, wow. that has been one of my favorite things in the world because it's, it's so true. We live in this either past or future that never happens or will never happen again. And we beat ourselves up for it. And we we make ourselves miserable for something that's already done. It's already happened. And yeah. that is to just drag yourself down. It's, it's done. You can't change it. The moment now is all you have. How bad is the moment now? You're breathing. You probably have a roof over your head. You probably got a meal in your belly. It's great. What could be bad about it? That is true. That you know something? I am, I am so glad I'm so glad you said that. I really, really am. You know, there are so many great takeaways from this. <laughs> there are so many great takeaways from this. So, Matthew, really quick before we wrap up, um, I always ask, like to ask my guests, what is something that you could say people can look forward to doing? Like, in other words, what, what can they do that can really help them quickly? Like, like I just said, learn to live in the now. The now is all you have. The now is all you will ever have. When you can live in the now, life becomes the most beautiful moment of happiness you will ever have. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, Matthew, it was great having you. Um, I, 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 I'm actually, I'm speechless. (laughs) We'll be stuttering because I'm speechless. Um, So thank you. Thank you again. If you ever want to come on again, let me know and we can work this out. I'm always available. No problem. Just let me know. Okay. Thank you. And have a good day. You do the same. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Can you tell people about your podcast and where they can find you? Uh, sure. I actually just rebranded. So uh, it's now called uh, That Anger Management Crap. 
And you can find me at uh, www.angerpodcast.com. Okay. Any, um, any social media, any websites, any, you know, uh, yeah, you can find all the links right there on, on my webpage. Everything is right there. Okay. Thank you so, so much. I, 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 like I said, I apologize again because I was like, oh my gosh, I never even asked him for his contact. (laughs) No, you're, you're perfectly fine. I totally understand. (laughs) So, okay. Thank you. And you too. Enjoy. Bye. I hope everything that Matthew said can help you in some form or fashion because he gave us some amazing and wonderful authentic keys. So guys, thank you to Matthew Plotner. You can find his podcast on all the platforms that you listen to. Um, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, CastBox, Pocket Cast, all the same places that you find CQP moments. So, as always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and let's focus on moving forward and some great growth and happy shopping. <laughs>